Hi, welcome to the 13th Warehouse with two women who can't remember anything. I'm Vicki. And I'm Kim. We're back with a Warehouse 13 little bonus episode. Kim's here. Hi. I just wanted to do a quick episode about shore leave that we attended in July. DC, Doug and I went to shore leave in Baltimore. So shore leave is a con. It's a fan run con, like a comic con. I believe it first started as sort of a Star Trek con because shore leave was an episode of Star Trek. So it's named after shore leaves, the original series. So we went, I want to say, and I have no sense of time anymore, maybe 10 years ago, but we decided since we haven't done anything in the last two years, you know, because of the Mm -hmm. pandemic, we decided we would go to this one because it's small. We were masked the whole time except when DC was getting pictures taken otherwise we had masks on Mm -hmm. so I had told you when we first bought the tickets that Eddie McClintock was going to be there yes and I do have your autograph here I just got to get it to you thank you we usually go on Friday night because usually there's not a lot of people there a lot of the guests aren't there yet but we do that just so we know where everything is you know so we're not running around the next day because DC had some photo ops one with Eddie McClintock one with Gates McFadden and one one with John Billingsley. Gates McFadden was Dr. Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm -hmm. And John Billingsley is Dr. Flax on Star Trek Enterprise, which happens to be my favorite doctor of all Star Treks. Actually, it was supposed to be Robert Duncan McNeil, who played Tom Paris on Voyager, but he got COVID. So John Billingsley took his place, which was just as good because he's my favorite, like I said, Star Trek doctor of all the series. So we went Friday night just to look around and get the lay of the land, but Eddie McClintock was at his table do an autograph. So I was like, well, let's get his autograph first because Kim wants an autograph. And of course, DC doesn't call him Eddie, calls him Pete, but you know, knows who he is. I'm going to call him Pete too. (laughs) (laughs) Now DC in the past has had really great experiences with people at Comic-Cons. I mean, he's never had a bad experience, but he's had some really, really good ones. And I'm not delusional thinking, you know, my son is special and that's why they're treating him so nicely. Of course, they have to treat people nicely, but some people go over and above and I appreciate that. Namely, Kim Rhodes and uh, Christy Carlson Romano. So he has had great experiences. That man was so wonderful to DC. He seems like he would be down to earth. I know, I was impressed. So I got your autograph and DC got an autograph. So, you know, we continued walking around and we you know, looked around to see where everything was for the next day because DC had pictures. So on our way out, he was at the top of the escalator with, I don't know if it was his family, probably. And Mm -hmm. DC just said, bye. And he said, bye. And he used his name. He remembered his name, Mm -hmm. which is always impressive to me. I know there's not tons of people there, but I was still impressed. You coming here back tomorrow? And DC's like, yeah. And I forgot to mention when we got the autographs, he also got selfies with him. And I kind of found it impressive because a lot of people don't think to ask. I mean, it's obvious that DC has a disability. I was kind of impressed that he would think to ask me if DC was okay with hugs, which of course, if you know DC, there's nothing better than a hug. So I think the selfies was like DC's favorite part of the whole thing because he was laughing and you know how DC's such a ham. All this attention, he was just loving it. So, you know, we went back to the hotel and the next day we went back because we had photo ops scheduled and we're walking around and we walked by his table we weren't going to bother him again because we already got his autograph. And he yells out, hey, DC. <laughs> and he came out and he talked to him again. 
So we went to uh, Gates McFadden's table and got an, an autograph from her. And we talked to her about the cruise that we went on because we went on that cruise right before COVID hit. Yeah. And she was saying how sick she was after she got home from the cruise. I swear, we dodged a bullet for that cruise because oh, wow. at the time we went, it was the end of February 2020. Mm-hmm. And yes, they were talking about COVID, but the only travel limitations at that time were if you had been to China, you couldn't travel, or if you were around someone who had been to China recently, they weren't telling us how serious it was right. at that point. You know, we dodged a bullet because we were on the ship and we had a lot of photo ops. We were in line, you know, crushed up against people for, you know, for hours sometimes. Right. And at the time, they weren't talking about airborne. They were worried about touch. So nobody was allowed to shake hands or anything like that. You had to do elbow bumps. Right. When I think of how many hours we spent in lines and how we didn't get sick, we dodged the bullet. Because Mm. we came home, and two weeks after we came home was when the world shut down. Right. You know? But she was talking to us about that, how she was so sick. And they booked her on the next cruise. Because Doug said, oh, I saw your name for the next one. She's, you know, they put my name there, and I told them, I'm not going. You didn't even ask. (laughs) She she said she was sick for a month when she got Wow. You know, then we talked to John Billingsley, who was also very nice to DC. Then we got in line for his photo op with Eddie McClintock. The celebrity's in a room and it's curtained off. I think I've been to, I, I've been with somebody who went to one. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But they went in to do it and I was like, I can wait out here. When he saw DC at the door, who was next, he started mm-hmm. yelling, DC's cool. DC's cool. Yeah. He was so excited that this guy kept, you know, remembering him and talking mm-hmm. to him. He was so nice to him. He was just so nice to him. I wish you were there because you would have loved it because I know how much you love him. Yeah. <laughs> I know you wanted me to get an autograph that said, stop talking about my hair, but <laughs> they just really want to know the name. They don't have time for, you know, all that. Right. But, um, and then after we picked up the picture, because it's like an hour later, you go and find the picture. After we picked okay. out the picture, DC stopped at the table just to show him. He just wanted to show him the picture he got. He's like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to sign that one for free. And I was like, no, you don't have to. You know, that's not why we're here. But he did. Oh, okay. So, and I was like, oh my God, I wish Kim was here. <laughs> that's all I kept saying. <laughs> because she would love this guy. Now, did you tell him about the podcast? Well, DC had a shirt on that said. Oh, he did. With the two women who can't remember anything. Oh. I wanted him to wear that in the picture, you know? Oh, okay. And I wasn't sure that he actually saw it. And, you know, Doug's like, you should ask him for an interview. And I was like, I don't like to bother people. I'm not going to bother people. I don't want to put people on the spot. Plus, I couldn't think of anything to ask him that 9 million people hadn't already asked him. You know what I mean? Oh, that would have been nice for him to sign the shirt. Yeah, but it was black. And I don't I don't know how that would work. But I didn't even know that he noticed it, except that when it was time for us to take the Star Trek pictures, we changed mm-hmm. his shirt. And he did say, oh, you changed your shirt. So he did notice it. Oh, okay. Which I didn't think he did. And, you know, Doug is like being pushy. And I was like, I'm not bothering people for interviews. I'm not. I don't like to bother people. They're there to do what they have to do. I don't want to put them on the spot. I would have bothered this <laughs> Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. Space, the final frontier. Or is it? Discover the podcast of a couple of moms who love Star Trek and happen to have kids on the autism spectrum. Join Vicki and Elizabeth as we explore strange new worlds, 
talking about the new Star Trek Discovery series, autism, and whatever else comes to mind. We're Moms Going Boldly, and you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Player FM. Hey, Dud Gramley here from Yeah, That Can't Be Good. Please join Kim, Vicky, Skip, and myself over at Yeah, That Can't Be Good for an episode-by-episode podcast of all things Eureka. You can listen at EurekaRewatch.com on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. I remember one time we went to the movies. This is a story that has nothing to do with anything, but we went to the movies at the old mall. Mm -hmm. Remember? Yep. And this bus shows up. And Dustin Hoffman gets off the bus. Oh, wow. With all his friends and people. And we were seeing Ordinary People. Do you remember that movie? It was... Timoth- title, but I can't remember who was in it. It was Timothy Hutton, Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, oh yeah, about the sun? Yes. Okay, yeah. We were seeing that, and Dustin Hoffman, at the time, lived in the state. I don't know if he does anymore. Showed up. My friend kept saying, I'm going over there. And I was like, leave him alone. I couldn't take it. I was like, if you go over there, I'm not speaking to you ever again. <laughs> Just leave him alone. The guy wants to watch a movie. Just leave him alone. And that's how I feel. You know, I don't want to bother people. Yeah, I understand that to a certain degree. Yeah. But since he was being so friendly to DC. Yeah. And because even though the shirt's black, he could have signed the print part. Yeah, true, true. And I I would have been like, well, you know, we got the podcast, the this, the that. You know, at one point, didn't DC do some ear or he only did the Eureka one? He didn't do any episodes, but he did the end where it says what's coming next. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I would have added that, that, you know, on this podcast, you do hear DC. Yeah. So oh, you had DC do an episode. He's done eureka episode right right but he does he hasn't done a warehouse one ah i don't believe so he did eureka you're right okay yeah and then i did have him do the christmas episodes with his best friend Mm -hmm. Um, yes yeah so that was it that was easier for him because he's more willing to do things when bb's there okay you know not that he's not willing to do an episode he just doesn't always understand what we're doing right you know So on the the ones that he did with me in Eureka, and there was maybe two, not counting the Christmas episodes, we had to do them in little pieces. Right. But I just wanted to tell you because we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it since we came right. back. Well, that was good. I'm glad everybody had a good time. I would love to have been there. Oh, my I God. know. I probably would have been granting it just, oh, my God. Well, you would have been staked out at his table for the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because Doug says to me, do you see what his sign says on the table? And I didn't. It said, Eddie McClintock, still not David, I can never say his name, Borneas. People confuse them for each other. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a joke. David Borneas was, he was Angel. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. Really, people mixed them up? Yeah, he was also on Bones. Yeah, I, I can't see the resemblance. Oh, I could see it, but I, I don't know that I would mix them up. I could see it. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta see see them close up side by side and go... Oh, okay, but other than that, I could tell the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could tell the difference, too. But I just thought it was funny that he put that on his side. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. So I just wanted to tell you about it because you would have been thrilled at how how good he was to D.C. To all of us, but, you know. Yeah. D.C. is cool. He is cool, I know. (laughs) 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 Although I'm biased. But he, he went out of his way, and it was cool. That's good. All right, Pete. I hope you're hearing this. 
Next time I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we told you we'd be back with some warehouse content eventually. So there it is. If anything else warehouse comes up, we'll still come back with warehouse episodes. So I'll get you your picture. I still have it. I put it on the kitchen table because uh, if I put it away, I thought I lost it once already. <laughs> I know. That's why I said, too, please don't move anything because once you move it, you can't find I it. I know. So it's right on the kitchen table. So I'll get it to you eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks, Kim. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. See you guys later. Bye. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. First, I am cool and Pete, it's cool. Yes! Yay. Join us next time for more Friday the 13th. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Please remember to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the 13th Warehouse, on Twitter at Eureka Warehouse, on Instagram at Eureka underscore Warehouse, on our website, the13thwarehouse.com, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our new theme music, Inspirational Motivation, provided by Skillcell, Pixabay user 229-33514, free for commercial or private use.